going on, everybody? And welcome back to another episode of Woke and Broke Podcast. Hey. What it do? How are you? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, y'all? What's up? <laughs> What's going on? It's just a lot of stuff going on. There's so much going on. So Too much many going on. So it really is. <laughs> School's about to start. Yes. Yes. <laughs> That don't mean shit to y'all. Bitch. At all, <laughs> at all, bitch. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Yes, it does. Oh, wait. Moment, I just realized, yeah. like, damn, yeah. that don't I got mean hella shit. To attend to. That's right. true, but at least yours is like Adults. older and not snotty nose. They and, might as well be fighting and shit. College kids still fighting, <laughs> not normally, right? Shit. That's not a thing. Shit. Yeah, let me tell you, my yeah, well, when alcohol is involved, when alcohol is involved, of course. But like, I mean, like, ain't nobody just fighting on the yard, are they? Mm, they be fighting mm. off campus. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting all this meat up. Like for real, like they be out here straight up boxing. I'm like, y'all, y'all need to stop. Stop. No, you are here to get your education. Hey, you know, like y'all need to be fighting each other. Like, y'all get over it. Y'all got, goddamn it, ain't that it? Ain't that real? And they too old to be fighting. Like, come on, if y'all not gonna get along, just stay away from each other. Only because shit tends to go wrong when I mean you know somebody Mm, could die, you can spend the rest of your life in jail all because of what some bullshit, some big bullshit, Mm. shit you could have just walked away from. Right Right. now, I ain't gonna lie. When I was um in undergrad, (laughs) my freshman year, y'all, I kid y'all not, it was a big ass brawl. Like I've been in one. And it was over like some stupid shit, like where where people's from, like different cities. Like it was basically Chicago versus Memphis, and it was just too much going on. See, I was like, Mm-mm. "What is going on? Like, why?" I mean, fights were happening in different locations, from the dorm rooms to the cafeteria. Mm-hmm. I really got hard, huh? I never had mm-hmm. no interest. Never had no interest in fighting, unless somebody put their yeah. hands on me. Unless yeah. they put their hands on me, because that that's just done. If anybody, okay, so there's only two real things that can make me actually whoop somebody ass, right? That's mm-hmm. if they put their hands on me, and I don't care if they brush up against me, if they, like, well, I don't give a fuck. If they put their hands on me, that's one. That's the primary reason. Mm-hmm. Two, if they spit on me. Yes. If Period. you spit on me, Ooh. bitch, you better watch mm-hmm. your motherfucking self. Yeah. Because I'm stumping a hole in your stomach <laughs> and in your motherfucking face, bitch. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I do not give a fuck. Like, if on you get away from that's, that's the, that's the ultimate disrespect. Every time that I see you, mm-hmm. like, yeah. I reach you in a moment after you spit on me, the next time you see me, it's on site. You so better you run, better and you better run faster than I can run, because even though I'm big, bitch, I can fucking move. So and you best you best get your ass out. If, you, if Spit ever decide to leave your motherfucking mouth to touch me, you best get, you best <laughs> hot tail. Hot tail it. And I mean hot, hot tail, because bitch, mm-hmm. I'm on that ass. I'm on that ass. And if I catch you, it's a done deal. Done. Yeah, Thankfully, I've not much. had the luxury of that happening to me. So I haven't had to do that to anybody. But however, see, see I, I always see that in ratchet TV scenarios in my head. Like if that yeah. was, how would I just really 
get down and just really demonstrate some real shit because like Mm-mm. that's Mm-mm. so offensive and, and disrespectful. Yes. Yeah. Well, I try not to put myself in situations with people who could remotely even yeah. where it would even come to that, mm-hmm. you know. But some people will try your ass, so mm. I just pray that I'll never be in a situation. I'm, about, I'm saying they better not never try my try me like that because uh, they gonna have I a did problem. get one brawl in college though. It was like oh, at fucking college bar. No, 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 no. Who was the one? The one Willie's. Willie's. Mm-hmm. Yes, in the hood. Mm-hmm. Air, the, the, the black <laughs> side. The, the black side. We call it the black side. On the black side of the bar. Because you walk in, Wet Willie's is what it's called. No, mm-hmm. I always say Wet Willie's, but mm-hmm. is it Wet Willie's? It's just Willie's. Willie's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the fact that I thought of it is Wet Willie's, obviously. Teddy. <laughs> You walk into Willie's, it's mad country. The lights yeah. is on. Like, mm-hmm. it's just hanging, 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 as soon as you walk in. It's just, and then you go to the left, you go through these double doors, and it's a huge transformation. Yes. Dark as fuck, mm-hmm. and the beat just booming. And yes. it's just a whole vibe in there. Cheap ass drinks. Yes. Like, but it was mad locals in there. That's what we call we call locals. Mm-hmm. Little definition. Yeah. Locals were people who were young, who lived in Stillwater, but was not in college. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And they were just there. You had you had the locals. You had Langston students, and mm-hmm. then Stillwater students, mm-hmm. and then visitors, motherfuckers that just yeah. wanted to kick just it with there. whoever they was with. Yes. Yeah, this one. So you had all these different types of people mixing. And a lot of times the fights would be with either the locals in Stillwater or the locals in Langston. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Every time. It was never OSU and Langston fighting because we always knew of each other. Yeah. You know, the black com- yeah. especially with the black community, it ain't that we was all big. together. So mm-hmm. we all, yeah, it was always a cool vibe. We all way, you know. Together. Baby, when I tell you some shit happened with these females and uh, my best friend, her sorority sister was there and it was like, they was oh, getting yes. into the sorority sister. I remember. Like, we had to pull bitches off of each other. I'm thinking, what the fuck is going on? Like, I remember. What happened? What literally happened? What just happened? Like, we're really it fighting so out quick. here in the, so fucking quick. Of the sidewalk of the bar. It was crazy. Ooh, ooh. Blessed. I was like, Blessed oh be. my God. Oh my God. <laughs> Blessed be. I feel like it just happened so fast. Yeah. Oh, I just, I remember it very vividly. Like, I just remember pulling a bitch off of somebody. Yes. Like, yes. It's hard because I really uh, want to mention names. You know, names, I'm not a but... fighter. I'm like, can we talk this out? Like, what's really going on? Right. Like, I'm just, do we have to, because, you know, the police sit up on that hill yes. and they ready yes. to. Throw somebody in jail. You know, they right. looking for some action shit. And did it not happen in the street? Like, did it? Was it not it in the street? It was like, in the street okay. in the sidewalk. It was starting on the sidewalk and then ventured out in the street. Ever. And then cars were coming. Yes. And so it was just a whole, like, uh, it was uh, just too bad. We'll never forget bad. that. Oh my God. Just mess. Just mess. Just be messy. Uh, and then fucking up all the shit. Yes. <sighs> College days. College days. Mm-mm. Oh my goodness. Mm-mm. But anyway, so school is getting ready to start. <laughs> yes. My classroom is not together. Somebody just moved their stuff out of there. And you know what? You know what? This is my pet peeve of teaching. Mm. 
because y'all got us out here. Y'all don't pay us shit. We got to <laughs> buy our own shit. So people be just stealing from yeah. other classrooms. So yeah. I had to go get my shit today, y'all. I had to go get my shit. Nah, I walked in my room. I had I had two large globes. One, only oh, one no. globe was there, and I was missing this cute-ass cart I found. Uh-uh. <laughs> I said, oh, so we stealing now. That's what we're doing. Of course. Okay. And then when you so see I the shit in my the school. Ass upstairs, I took my ass upstairs. I said, who else would have Who else would have my shit? Let me take my ass upstairs. Uh, first classroom. See my globe? See my cart? Oh, hell no. Hacked up all that shit. <laughs> Ooh. Wow. And I said, I got my shit back. I got my stuff back. <laughs> Put it right on back in there. Y'all got me fucked up. And I get it. We all, we see things, they nice. Ooh, we can work in my room. But baby, this is my classroom. This is my stuff. I forgive you. Right. I forgive you. Did you and like can be it? cool. You want me to find you one? Shit. You <laughs> wait, wait. Did you like You can't have this one. No, but it was in my room. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm not saying you should have to, but that's messed up at the point where there ain't no damn free for all. It was in the shopping. corner with the rest right. of the shit. Yeah, going shopping. <laughs> no, sis, it's not going down. I love you though. And I and I know you're gonna be a phenomenal teacher, but this is my shit. Maybe if I feel like I got too much, I may just rethink and give it back, but I'm probably not. So, I mean, let me find out. I, it's Fortnite for the teachers and shit over school supplies and shit. No, in, no, in classrooms, in classrooms. So, um, I show up, and mind you, I could not, everybody else's classroom is done. Uh-huh. My classroom still had somebody, uh, another teacher's stuff right in the middle of the floor. Uh-huh. Huge bookcases, desks, all the shit in the middle. I couldn't do shit with that shit there. Uh-huh. So, the the um, principal, vice principal was like, um, yeah, I'm gonna get that stuff moved out and you you gonna be in this room because he tried to he told me I had a room upstairs then he moved me downstairs then he moved me next door and mm-hmm. I said I showed up today and my name wasn't on the door it was somebody else's name <laughs> and I said um so is this my class or did no? you I said did you switch my rooms he's like hold on hold on I'll be right back his ass went ghost mm. and so I said you know what I got some for that ass I took the sticky note off the door and put it on the other door and put my name back on the yes, door. Yes. I dragged yes. all the shit out. I went and that's when I had went and got my globe and shit. Mm-hmm. And I said, let me put the shit back in my room. Let me set this shit up so people know a motherfucker's in here. Yes. That shit, don't you? So I went to go find him. I he still ain't came back. I must. Mm. I had to go clear across the school. And as soon as wow. I see him, he said, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've been looking for yeah. you. I've been looking for you. Mm-hmm. I okay. said, I've already dragged that stuff out. Please don't make me move rooms. He said, okay, okay. He was like, people just been taking rooms. So people on their own are just switching Damn. rooms around. Let me find no. the fuck out. <laughs> Bitch, I don't like this room. I want this room. And I'm yeah, taking it. No, this is not Real Housewives <laughs> of Atlanta. And this ain't no guest house on the Miami Beach. Shit. <laughs> You got what? your room that assigned you. Right. You are not Marlo. I'm not. Look, who was it? Marlo and who? Nene? No, no. Portia. It was Portia's trip. Portia's house. You're an, I'm Portia. Yes. I'm not going to let you Marlo my room. Like, it's not happening. Shit. Let me find out fucking bitches is out here stealing fucking. And I can slide you some candy on the low anytime you need to pick me up, okay? <laughs> 
But shit. <laughs> Bitches stealing rooms and shit. Stealing, stealing shit from rooms, out the rooms. And and so I, I told my homeboy, I said, yo, they stealing shit out of my room. He was like, man, somebody stole some desk out of my room. Look no. Wait a minute. That's the Hell difference no. between me and you. I'm going to get my shit. You, yes. can, you can say goodbye to your desk, but nah, I'm right. going to get my shit. Yes, stealing people's desk got their room. Okay, they act like this. They up in a trap or something like that. Well, it like it. we were shit. Moral <laughs> of the story <laughs> is the moral of the story is everybody donate to your motherfucking schools, donate to your Fact. teachers, make Fact. sure that they got what they need because bitches are in need. Yes. They teaching your children. We out here stealing folks, stealing from each other to get our classrooms. Robin Hood in this hoe. Out here for right. y'all children. Yeah. Right. Shit. I mean, the state ain't giving them the funds necessary to support every classroom, you know, creative. No, they're not. Or, or like certain items. And, you know, teachers have to be creative, but, you know, we don't want to be out here stealing from each other. No. But teachers can apply for grants, right? You know, that's what I'm wondering. Like, can y'all do yes, y'all you can, like you can get funding? Like, you can, I don't know, grants is the word, but they have like sites called Donors Choose and stuff like that that you can submit to. Mm-hmm. But there's rules. I mean, it's like and you have to get somebody to fund it. It ain't like it's a, a pot of money just sitting like there. It's just like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's like donors choose to pick your, if they want to pick your project to donate to or not. We need to do something for you, friend. We need to go ahead yes. and write up a proposal, do a little budget. And I think that's what's so hard for me is that I don't know what I need, you know? And sometimes mm-hmm. I do, and I feel like, oh, I should you just get what, it myself. They... Because some people think they, parents are bitching about paper and notebooks and pencils and markers and folders. That shit is like, like 50 at what point are you going to invest in your child's education? Yeah. Why do I have to? Why do I have to spend my money for you, your child's education? And we do anyway. And we get people who donate their money mm-hmm. just so our kids don't have to buy all this stuff. You know. You know what they need to do. You know how they set up baby registries and shower, like wedding registries and shit like that. They they need need to to set that shit up for teachers. Yes. Yes. Do a teacher registry so you can go and pick all of the stuff that you need and people can just go and buy the shit for you and and whatnot. Now I will say, so now I have to get this opportunity to shout out my people because I did create a Amazon wish list Mm -hmm. and I had people donate. Okay. So do you remember, I'm going to, um, Wow. Do you remember Stephen Chang? Josh, he was in Red's Life. Stephen Chang. Asian. Stephen Chang. I bet if I saw him, I see. I would know what he look. I would know. Um, he <laughs> he went to my Amazon account and mm. bought everything in the account. Ooh. It, was like, it was like Amazon Echo. It was uh, sharpeners, pencils, uh-huh. posters for my walls. Like that. At the time, I thought I was doing math until they changed it the very last minute. Uh-huh. He got me all these math manipulatives that I wanted. Like, uh-huh. all this shit. And it, I knew it was... And he actually got me two Echoes. Uh-huh. Oh, it was like a, a PowerPoint pen like it was like all this shit Mm -hmm. he had just went and bought and he was like Danny you do so much he was like do they still call you Danny I was like the real ones call me (laughs) he was like "Um, you just make such a difference and I wanted to you know help you out and and bought all that shit he was like it should be on this way and I was like bless you bless you 
Ooh. We need more people mm-hmm. like that. And I would be one of those people if I want a broke ass bitch right now. But you know. <laughs> no, and so now I got to shout out everybody. So then my line sister donated money. Mm-hmm. I had this cute little couple from my hometown donated $100. Like mm-hmm. uh, one of my little youth. Uh, girls, Brandy, she donated five dollars. I said, "Thank mm-hmm. you, sis. Like you meant to go to college, and you still thinking about." It. And you know, people are like, "It's just five dollars." I'm sorry, I can only get five dollars. Guess what? Hey. That five dollars can mm-hmm. take me to dollar store and get five hand sanitizers. Yes, that right. nasty little hands or Kleenexes. You know what I mean? We mm-hmm. always need Kleenexes. And so, and Antoine, uh, we've had shows with Antoine before. Mm-hmm. He donated money to me um, and my godmother. Not my godmother. Yes. My nana. My ma- my mama. My mom in love. Yes. Gave me- so, it was just, everybody just been pouring into me. And it's like, it's so nice not to feel overwhelmed yeah. and just. But that's also a sign of community too. Like you know what I mean? That's a representation of community because that's people giving into you so that you can give into children. Like you know, giving to their children. So Mm -hmm. that makes me happy. Absolutely. So shout out to them and shout out to everybody just giving back to their classrooms because that's where it matters. Like this is where the change is going to happen. We have to pour into our youth we have to give them choices and let them know they have options right and give them the tools that they need to learn the content so that they can get into school or um enlist in the military if that's something they want to do or start their own business mm-hmm. you know we have to be that resource for them yes. and unfortunately money talks we can't do shit about without money so oh, right right so mm-hmm. right. and um actually my uh my profile her, uh, Devin, her mom is gonna be. She adopted my classroom too. Oh, so anything oh, else wow. that I need, yes, like blessings, just yes. blessings overflowing. So I just oh. appreciate everybody. What's I feel that? so loved because <laughs> you are free. My students feel so loved. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, yay. So what about y'all? What y'all been up to? Well. My ass, you know. I mean, I, I, I've been doing doing things, you know, making little small moves or whatever. So, yeah. I be, I finished up that uh my course finally, so I'm done with that. I did all my um assignments and took my final and got to be in the course, which is I was excited about because I was nervous for some reason. I don't know why I thought that I wasn't going to do good on that class, but I did. And it's my last undergrad course ever in my life. I had to go back. I should have took the shit a long time ago, but I did. Mm-hmm. I thought that I could get around doing it and that I was still going to be able to just get into the program. Psych. Where I want. Psych, bitch. They straight told me, yep, you got to take these. And what class was it? Anatomy and Physiology. Okay. One and two. The, the Anatomy thing, is the study of the body and physiology is what? The study of the functions. Is it math, right? No, it's still it's no. it's the it's the body it's a too. science. Yeah, okay. it's it's, it's a science course. Body. It's still the body. How the body functions. Yeah, the functions of the body. Mm-hmm. See, I didn't take that shit mm-hmm. elementary. Mm-hmm. I just had to take biology. And you know, OSU was hard as fuck. It was hard Ooh, as fuck. Absolutely. And everybody I was took going biology to three times, and I really should have took it a fourth time. Girl, it was God. God was on my side. Don't even get me started. OSU had the most rigorous science uh, courses 
ever. Like the labs were great. Like I oh, always yes. did so good. But granted, you were in, worked in a team, and I was mm-hmm. never the typing bitch. So <laughs> I just told you what to type. <laughs> Hell yeah! You want to get the white yeah, kids you know, to do the typing? Really, shit. the people that type is really doing all the work. Like, but we started being smart with ours. We started saving that shit yes. and just editing it out because mm-hmm. you get so caught up on structure and they jip you for yes, every fucking every thing. Point. Like if your methods isn't right, mm-hmm. all that bullshit. Ooh, I remember that shit. Rough. Your introduction, that shit. I'm telling you. I'm telling yeah, I like you. Y'all going through. I'm t- it was a lot. It was a lot. It was, was a lot. Yes. And so, I would do, and we actually would make like uh, probably B's, mm-hmm. A's in lab, mm-hmm. but them motherfucking, motherfucking tests. Mm-hmm. Them tests, I made F's every single in fucking that lecture. Mm-hmm. Because it's like you think you got the shit down. You think you got yeah, it down. And, like, and then you get in there and the question is nothing like, it's like, bitch, this is not what I studied at all. What is this shit on this test? What is even this? I don't even know what this means. Chemistry was the fucking worst. Chemistry, genetics, no, genetics. Ooh. Y'all took all that, that shit. motherfucker. Poor Ashley. Ashley Ooh. would be on here. I know. Yeah. I can't. She would be going off. She, she would be going the fuck off. Why Ashley was not fucking <laughs> Me and like, Ashley took alone. genetics like four times. Together. I feel so sorry for you guys. Like. <laughs> I was so I was so fucking over it. I I just remember I kept dropping at the same point in the same in the class. I'm like I cannot do this shit, but I was like I was determined. I have to do this because I'm going to get this fucking degree that I started with. So I had to take that class. Like I took that class three times. I took um what it was a vertebrate morphology. I took mm-hmm. that shit three times, and that shit was the fucking worse <sighs> the fucking worse because it's like you have to learn every body part of every animal type or every species type it's like you how why why do i yeah. why but it did actually yeah. help when you take in anatomy and physiology had i taken anatomy and physiology right after that then i'd have been fine but no nah, i had to right. wait fucking what six seven years it's been yeah. since all of that Oh yes, damn. yes. So, but I honestly, it, it actually worked out because I, now that I am an adult, adult like in a whole mm-hmm. different headspace, it helped me to see things differently in the course. So, like, it was easy for me to get an A um, for A A M P one, and then mm-hmm. the only reason that I got to be an A M P two is because it was a, a short course, an eight week course, and this mm-hmm. is during this time. Like, of course, this is when I was doing a, a proposal. Oh, and right. Tra- going traveling on all your these fucking trips. Off. Yeah. So had I really had time. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and still working full time like a bad bitch. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is why I'm not getting my PhD. I'm done. It's a, it's a struggle. <laughs> it is. It's a struggle. But what I realized is that, like, it's doable. It's just mm-hmm. you really got to put some effort in. Like, you really yeah. do have to put the fucking effort in. But I'm so glad that shit is behind me. I'm gonna uh, send that transcript this week so I can go ahead and uh, submit it, have everything submitted for my uh, application that I know they're going to accept because it's, I'm telling you, I have the best references, like, or the best, what do you call them? Is it reference letters? Yeah. 
Yeah, recommendation. Those I have the best record because mm-hmm. my the people who recommend or or do my recommendation letters are like bomb as fuck, like mm-hmm. deans <laughs> and like heads of like schools and shit. So I'm like just waiting for everything. Just this last course. Once I uh, I, once Friday comes, I can go ahead and just send my little transcript. So. I can have everything just signed, sealed, and delivered, and I can get that good old letter. So I can start this next yeah. program and this next chapter of life. But get it done. I know. Get it done. I, I'm so tired of it, though. Like I am. I get it. Like I not took what two years off from school, but even still, mm-hmm. it's like you get back in it, especially when you take an undergrad courses. It's like you get burnt out so quick because it's just regurgitation, you know. Mm-hmm. And my memory is it's alright, but when you're trying to remember everything else, all the re- residents and what yeah. they problems they got and what they need and who you toured last week and what they need and what they asked for, and then you have to remember mm-hmm. to do this and that next week. I can't remember all of that shit. So like too much. Like which vein? The the what vein, <laughs> bitch? No. So, but it's done. I'm thankful. I'm grateful for my B. You know, and I'm moving forward. But beyond Thank that, God. you know, I've just been living life and taking it one day at a time, doing my very mm-hmm. best to get um, business in order. So, mm-hmm. you know, I got some some new things on the horizon. You know, we just going to yeah. keep waiting on that and we'll talk about that a little later. <laughs> All right. Yes. <laughs> what about you, bro? Well, you know, I'm still basically doing the same stuff, uh, maintaining, but at the same time, you know, keeping my eyes open for the opportunities that are coming. Mm-hmm. A new opportunity actually just opened up today that I'm definitely applying for. So I'm actually still waiting. Like, it's interesting. Like, I've been applying for different applications, different positions. But every time I go back online, you know, it says that the application still open. In my mind, I'm like, how? Mm-hmm. Wait, like, how is it still open? So I just saw, like, a, well, I applied for a position that opened up at the University of Georgia. And mm-hmm. so I hope I get that one. And then there's another one that opened up in um, some school in California. I think it's an open. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So I'm going to see what that was talking about. It actually, I think, was, um, no, it is short pay. There was one, another assistant director position that just opened up the University of Michigan. It's like decent pay like above 60,000 so mm-hmm. we'll oh, wow. how that's gonna look because I'm definitely applying like I tell myself no nope, I'm definitely gonna apply to that yes. but then what happened on Thursday so y'all my my director asked me could I give a presentation to the athletics department one that he was going to originally give but he had an emergency so I was like you know in my mind I'm like why the fuck you not asking your associate director? Right. That's just how so he wants you to head. give like a motivational speech or something? <laughs> no, he just wanted me to give give a uh, presentation, like a 30-minute like presentation to the athletics department about our office. Oh, okay, programs, okay. resources, services, and how they kind of connect to what we do in multicultural affairs. But my thing is like, <clears throat> you're asking me to do this, but you have an associate director for a reason. Right. And if I'm not mistaken, the associate director is supposed to assume the director's position when the yes. director is unavailable. Mm-hmm. Yep. Asking me 
to give it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm like, you know what? Okay, I'm going to go ahead and do this because clearly I can. But at the same time, you should be asking your associate director to do this because that person's also supposed to be working with me on getting this timeline together for MLR, which I'm about to read him out in tomorrow morning's meeting anyway because I'm just getting really, <laughs> you know, deterred. Like, you got less than 50 days for this um, retreat and mm-hmm. a big thing did nothing. So in my mind, I'm like, I'm not about to be doing all this. You about to get read out, and I dare any, I dare him to say something. <laughs> but then on top of that, like, <laughs> oh, I'm coming for his ass. I mean, at this point, I don't care. The new people that already came on, came on, found him out, read him out, so he's about to get a fury of a flurry of read. That's what's getting ready to happen. But then this is the other killer part about my director, y'all. Like, <clears throat> he knew he was gonna be out Friday, y'all. Mm-hmm also was scheduled to give like a, a presentation to like the hall directors mm-hmm. and then he was going to bring new staff to introduce them so I get to campus because you know it's Friday I'm dressed down I knew I was going to go to the EI walks or whatever because every Friday we walk a mile or whatever so you know we, we take selfies or whatever and I wanted to look cute for Friday I was like let me go ahead and dress down because it's Friday and I'm going to join this walk or whatever mm-hmm. She was asking me, she was like, oh my God, like he didn't take it off his calendar. And I'm like, what do you mean? She was like, he has down for this presentation for like the hard race. I was like, okay, so like, you're not going, are you? She was like, I called him and he asked me to just go and talk about what we talked about Wednesday and what I hope to do. I was mm-hmm. like, wow, this, this person has only been on a job for a week. Mm-mm. And it's like, he's telling them to just go and make it happen. And I'm like, okay. Okay, girl, like, I'm not, I'm gonna go with you because clearly she's. Well, has she done it before? Like, has she. No, not not for this office. Like, she's coming out of, like, actually teaching at K through 12. So she doesn't have. And she was Mm -hmm. only, this is her first week on a job. And I'm just like, she don't know nothing about the office. She just came to a staff. Right, I would at least say, at least have a PowerPoint for her. Right. Right. Some okay. type of presentation that she can just read. I mean, you know, yes. be able to go over, but you points. got her making that shit from, yeah, some talking points. Right. He told her to just say what she planned to do in her role. And I'm just like, but that's not what they asked for. Like, right. Don't nobody want to hear that. Right. Okay. I want to hear exactly. what the office can do for these kids. Right. Right. Yes. They need to know about our office, what we do, and how they can support the students of color that they interact with. So I went. And I gave the overview and everything. But it's so funny because I'm sitting up here dressed like I'm going on vacation. Uh-huh. <laughs> and they so probably didn't even thing. care. They probably like, didn't even care. They didn't care. I know they didn't care because they was dressed like shit anyway. <laughs> <laughs> In my mind, y'all, like as a as whenever I like, like or if I'm going to engagement, like the one he asked me to do, like I always dress up like suit and tie. I just just do that, but for this one, I was like, well, I had no idea of knowing that he didn't cancel that because I'm not thirsty on his damn calendar looking up what he should be doing his damn self. So when I looked and saw that he still had, I was like, damn, I'm about to go. I'm like, okay, I'm about to go ahead and get this overview and everything, and I did. It was a good like 15 minute overview that I gave. Mm-hmm. But you know, they got all the information that they needed, and we bought some resources to give to them. So you know, little bookmarks that kind of give us snap. Of what we do in the office, mm. so that happened, and then I'm just like, okay, okay, but I, bookmarks. I still gotta do, and they big dumbass bookmarks. Too. <laughs> <laughs> I look one day, it's a big ass bookmark, but and I'm like, okay, after doing all that, I still gotta do my shit. I'm like, you know what? This is why bitch is tired. I'm mm-hmm. sitting up here 
taking on this stuff. I didn't have to go, but I didn't want to leave her out there like that because this is week one on the job. She gonna be like, oh, I'm about to leave. Fuck this job. You know what right, I mean? Yeah. And I know the students that she serves are gonna need her. So I'm like, let me go to support. Yeah. But you yes. gonna have to get this shit together because there ain't no way. Like I understand you have emergencies, but just like you asked me to do that Thursday. If you knew you had to give another one very similar one, why didn't you just ask me to do that? Right. Not, not even me. Let's go back right. to the group. Why didn't you ask your the, director to do both? Which is their job, like, no? Why didn't you yes. ask him to do both? Like, Or if you didn't feel competent or whatever in his ability to do it, you could have asked him to do one. You could have asked me to do another one. Right. But you, yeah. you just left her out there. And I'm just like, wow. Like, you know, I'm just, I'm just noticing things. And so... Well, of course. You know, as, as quick as I can get the fuck up out of Dodge, the better. Ain't that it? Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm sitting up here now feeling like I'm just. It's your know, time. It's definitely more beyond. And be done with be done with it. You know what I mean? And move on to something bigger and better. But outside of those little shenanigans, y'all, I've been doing good. I just <laughs> got me some, got me some vitamins today because I've been tired, y'all. Yes. Twelve about to work some magic like I just know it is gonna just survive in my body. Yes. And I'm not gonna be a sluggish tired bitch because <laughs> I tell you today, y'all, like I was moving stuff and going places, doing all this up and across campus. I'm like, wait a minute. What the hell? I had literally paused like I know I'm supposed to be doing some of this, but then I'm looking like okay, that was extra, that was extra. I'm like, nope, I'm tired. Mm-hmm. Nope, let me go get these I went on my lunch break to get these vitamins because I'm just like, I need this B twelve, I need this multivitamin because mm-hmm. if I don't get it I'm just not going to function. So I'm really hoping that it helps me um, as we move forward because, you know, I think I told y'all about like how the nurses did do my labs the way they were supposed to because they were mm-hmm. supposed to give me the results back so I can know if the, you know, the thyroid replacement the hormone is working the way it needs to. I, for one, think that they need to adjust it because there's no way in hell, like certain things are just making me tired. I'm just like, I'm just sitting down. I get up and my legs feel like I didn't did like, squats like hell in the gym with weights and I'm just, I didn't do any of that mm-hmm. so like what's going on like I'm feeling tired more yes and so I wanted that to show up so just in case because I think that's what it is like they have to adjust it to get what I need to mm-hmm. be my starter for my body mm-hmm. so that I can get the stuff and be functional like I'm not to say that I'm gonna stop taking b12 at the point where they you know get my levels right but now I'm feeling like I absolutely need it because the centroid, the thyroid replacement mm-hmm. hormone is not, I don't think it's enough at this point because I'm just feeling sluggish and slow. I'm like, little yeah. things are making me tired. I'm like, okay. It's the motherfucking, um, yeah. the bounce back from Mercury retrograde too. I swear to God it is because you know everybody, everybody been some tired ass bitches. I swear. Mm-hmm. Like if tired you just look, yes, yes. I swear it's like that bounce back from re- Mercury retrograde. Cause it literally mm-hmm. just stopped like a few, what last few week? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. last week. So everybody been just feeling all sluggish and tired and not want to do nothing, especially my ass. So I probably could yeah. use some B twelve and shit too. Yes, you do some B twelve because I, I mean, I literally was just like, why am I so damn tired? Mm-hmm. I'm talking about like super tired, super sluggish. I'm like, I went to bed at night. Yes, I right. went to bed and got up and didn't feel like shit. Like I'm like, okay, right. something is missed. Something is going on. You know, you know, the universe, God, like, mm-hmm. fix it. Fix it. Please do. Please. Please. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
because we ain't old, we ain't old enough to be tired like this. No, not like this, no. like not like. I'm literally this, exhausted. No, completely. Like we need some vitamins, multi grains, and some strong transformational prayers, mm-hmm. y'all. Ain't that it? Yes. I, I feel like I'm. I, I mean, I know I'm 29, but I feel like I'm not, maybe 49. I'm saying like, like bitch, <laughs> girl, boy, like. <laughs> I'm even more Damn, than I've ever had feeling tired after waking up. Like, what's going on? I'm eating the right food. I'm hitting the right food. I realized that it's naps are over for me. Like, mm-hmm. having a child, like, mm-hmm. you gotta really nap when they nap. If you don't, it's over. Right. Damn. I don't know. I, me and Naps Ooh. is best friends. Facts. As many t- as much as Ain't I can. Nothing like a good nap, it's child. Not, it's really not. The crying you wake up, you don't even know if it's night or day. Ooh, those be mm. the best ones. Mm, yes, when you just have time to just be out, and you wake up and you're like, "Where's the, what's the world doing?" I love it. Yes. Show out. Well, bro, I hope that them that them people get their shit together because you deserve way better. I swear. Yeah. You, you know what's gonna happen is better. I don't want this to happen, but I I promise you know I don't mind you know cussing <laughs> their ass out at this point because I'm just like okay, it's and I I guess the way in which I'm gonna have to cuss them out like I'm gonna have to if I do it I'm gonna have to you know get HR involved because mm-hmm. then. Take it to a whole nother level, and I just need the support mm-hmm. when I do what I say because yeah. I'm just running out of good patience for some of these bitches. Really. Right. I feel you, bro. I feel <laughs> you. Well, good luck with all of that. If you need to sp- let some venting out or something like that, definitely call us because you know. Yeah. Absolutely. That's right. what we okay. do. Y'all. That's what we do. I can't wait to this meeting in the morning. Yes. Because I'm going to lay all this shit out and be like, so Charles, what did you do? (laughs) (laughs) Because this is my shit. I mean, I know you want to, you know, I know you like the idea, but what did you do? Ain't that it? He going to look at me like I'm crazy, but Mm -hmm. that's fine. No, whatever. (laughs) Exactly. Well, we just going to pray and we going to believe that next week is going to be much better. We're going to put that energy out into the universe and we're going to expect a great return. How about that? That's what we're going to do. That's what we're going to do. And then in the meantime, we're going to move our happy asses right on over to our shout out segment. Black, brilliant, and beautiful. What y'all find this week? Ooh, 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 ooh. (laughs) So, okay, so there's this doctor. Mm -hmm. And I... I, y'all I can't say his name. Dr. Suleiman, maybe? S-U-L-A-I-M-A-N. Mm-hmm. And he is a neurosurgeon and currently in Atlanta, uh, not Atlanta, New Orleans. Mm-hmm. And he travels home to Nigeria. He has uh, medical missions. And he started this in 2010. And he, he goes there every month. And he spends about seven to ten days there. And he performs surgery for free for his people. Wow. And I just love it. I read this story and I was like, you know what? That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. It's about getting um, your education or finding your purpose and using that to give it back. Right. To your community. Right. Shout out. 
Right? I just couldn't believe it. Like, I was just like, I don't know why I couldn't believe it, but it was, like, amazing that, you know, um, to hear this man going and getting, you know, his PhD and and really paying it for it. Like, he ain't getting nothing nothing for that, you know, flying home. And he actually, um, what I read is that he um, took a salary Mm -hmm. decrease in order to be able to have that flexibility to travel. So um, he gave up like 15, yes, 15% of his salary just to make sure he can travel every month, seven to 10 days and do surgeries for people. Yes, that's loyalty right there. Yes, for your people. Yes, that's it. That's outstanding. Now that's what that's all about. That's what it's all about. Um, And he said he was quoted saying... um, if I have been given all these opportunities in life and the least I can do is to give back to the society. Right. He said, my philosophy is whether you are Nigerian, Vietnamese and American, everybody should have access to some degree of good quality healthcare. And that's what I'm fucking talking about. Yes. Shout out all these beautiful people out here giving back. Giving back y'all giving back. And then, um, Marshawn Lynch. Mm hmm. He's actually, um, he's from, I want to say, the Oakland area. Yes, he's from Oakland. He's been buying up real estate to kind of combat gentrification. Mm -hmm. I think he's been doing it for a while now, since January, if not before that. And that's important, too. You know, we talked about Nipsey Hussle did it for his area, you know. And we all should. We all should be giving back in some way to our community right. you know, by buying up the real estate and um, what he's using it for is housing for people mm-hmm. and so I thought that was dope for sure yes. and what else did I see there was an um, entrepreneur mm-hmm. black entrepreneur who's actually giving um, a thousand teachers um, supplies for their classroom. So I thought that was amazing. Oh, wow. yes. Shout yeah, that out. Was, that was, I was like, ah, shout out. <laughs> I love that. And it was like, if you know anybody, um, what was his name? What's that brother's name? His name is Freddie Figures. And he's, he has a Figures Foundation, F I G G E R S Foundation.org. Mm-hmm. So if you know any teachers that have been spending their own money for their classroom, um, add their name in their school to um, his list on his website and he will help them out. And I thought about myself, of course, but there's so many other, <laughs> I've been blessed so much, you know? Mm-hmm. You think about yourself like, oh, that would be such a blessing, but I've already been blessed. So make sure y'all have teachers out there. If you know they're really not getting much help or if they're prideful, like I used to be, mm-hmm. and they feel like they have to spend their last, hit them up with the, hit them, hit them up with, um, Freddie Figures hook them up. Yes. So that he can hook them up. Yes. <laughs> Get that good stuff for their classroom. Yes. yes. It goes a long way too. Y'all don't even know. Because you know, folks buy like a pack of paper and think <laughs> right. that's supposed to be enough. And it's like, right. well, how long is that gonna last? Like literally like a day. <laughs> questions that need answers. Because I or a pack of pencils. It's like, hell, your child go through that in two days. Mm-hmm. So, um, shout out to him. Shout out. Yes. I wanted to shout out um, specialist Glendon Oakley. Um, He, um, so we all know about um, 
the El Paso shooting that was in the Walmart. Um, and so that was, yes. And so um, Glendon was actually able to rescue some of the children from out of the Walmart during the shooting. Um, and so he was in the Walmart shopping and he said that he heard a few gunshots. And so he ran out. He was trying to save a few kids that he saw. He like picked them up, but they were a little anxious and whatnot. And mm-hmm. so they like jumped out of his arms and everything and, and kind of just like ran away. And so he like left um, out like he was running out of the store um, and he was just like praying that the kids will be okay. But he was actually able to um, grab three kids and um actually get them escorted out um, of the building and whatnot during the shooting and so um, I just wanted to shout him out for his heroics of course he is um, he serves within the military and he Mm -hmm. um, was just in there trying to get his shopping done and whatnot and so um, he just is really that's a very heroic thing to do um, that when you don't really have to do because I know if it was me like I'm probably not even going to be thinking straight like you know what I'm saying yeah Yeah. but to be able to think about other people while you're in going through all of those motions or whatever um, is Mm -hmm. just an amazing feat and so I definitely felt like that he needed that shout out so Shout out to you, Glenda, for being an amazing black man out here in these streets. Right. right. Even though these kids couldn't um accept a, a mm. superhero when they saw one. Mm-hmm. They expected that S on his chest. Well, you know, they're still scared of the black man, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. And so I'm glad he was able to rescue mm-hmm. any kids that he could. Mm-hmm. So. Yes. But I mean, I can't say that. I can't assume that those kids were scared of him. They could have just been one. And, you know, in that moment of panic, yeah. you really just want your parents. You, you want don't your even, parents. You want right, somebody right. familiar. You, right. you know, somebody that you know. Mm-hmm. But um, where the fuck their parents was at? Facts. And why y'all roll, rolling through uh, Walmart, Walmart without your motherfucking parents? Unattended. Yes. Unattended. But you know what? Did I ever go unattended? I did. I would go to the toy section. See? Yeah. When no. my daddy be like, I'll be back or meet me back. Mm-mm. My well, no. When my when we got out the toy section, we got out the toy section because he didn't want to mm-hmm. come looking for us. No, my mama would. And never. I'm not calling you over the speaker. Ain't that it? My mama would never. I didn't want to be called over the speaker anyway. That was embarrassing. That's embarrassing. It family. was. I'd be scared. My if grandma I'm... did one time, and I was like, Mm-mm. "Grandma, you knew I was coming right back. You did not have to call me over the speaker." <laughs> well, what? she was like, "Well." I didn't know. If I looked up and I didn't <laughs> see my mama, I was I probably cried. I'm sure I'm. I probably cried because no, yeah. that's not. That was not my ministry. Like I needed to be, be around. Wrong. Yes. Now, well, now and now, shit. You know, they were talking about on the news that mm. you know people will see these things, and instead of you know, some of them will be like, "Ooh, how can I do something similar right. to that?" There's some sick motherfuckers out there yes. that think that way. So it's like we can't even go to Walmart no more. We couldn't go nowhere. We couldn't go to the movie theater. We couldn't go to church. Why would Walmart be off limits? I'm telling you. I'm telling you. And actually, it's interesting that you say that. And it's interesting that this is the conversation that we're starting because now, since we're moving over to our favorite um, topic segment, uh, our main topic segment, the vent. Um, and this week we are actually going to cover the mass shootings that are continuously happening in America. Um, most, uh, more specifically the most recent two, um, which includes the El Paso shooting. 
And so mm-hmm. it's just kind of crazy that these things continue to happen. We mm-hmm. keep getting the same excuses. The faces continue to be the same. And yet nothing is changing. There's still no gun reform. There's still the same oh uh a uh, treatment of us versus them, you know what I mean? And so mm-hmm. it's definitely a conversation that needs to be brought to the light. It needs to be had. It needs to be had and rehad and had over again because um it is it continues to be a thing. And so um what do y'all think about that? Like what do y'all feel in regards to these knowing that these mass shootings are continuing to take place it's heartbreaking honestly um i it's changed me in the sense that i've become not numb to it because i still feel a lot of empathy Mm -hmm. but um if you guys remember the shooting in colorado in the movie theater Mm -hmm. that was the first time like i had like watching it on the news and like getting the immediate updates type of thing Mm -hmm. and it was just it stressed me out it stressed me out so um after that i don't always look it up because it just kills me you know what i mean it really Mm -hmm. does but it's like i'm tired but it's like i don't know what do we do what what can we do is how i feel Mm -hmm. like at this point, what do we do? And I know that, you know, I've been watching the Democratic debates and stuff, and they've been talking about gun control and mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And it's just like, I don't know. Like, I just, because when you think of the statistics, like, you know, and it's, especially when you think about all the shit that we're going through in this country, right, mm-hmm. against Black people and Brown people, you know what I mean? And the stereotypes that they have against us, and because they have these stereotypes and racism they fear us and therefore act in ways that you know they kill us when they don't even know Mm -hmm. the issues you know what i'm saying but yet we have all these white men which and if you you know look at the statistics over 60 percent of the mass shootings were done by white people Mm -hmm. 90 over i think i want to say 95 percent are male so it's like these are white people out here killing yep. us. Yep. Doesn't matter where we are, like, and they get to get you know mental illness. We call it mental illness, and it dies down. And mm-hmm. we can't add gun control needs to change, and it doesn't. Yep. You know what I mean? And I think after that, those kids once those kids got shot up at that school. And they didn't do shit about it. I knew, but nobody said. Oh yeah, they didn't, they didn't give a. I you. I knew they weren't gonna give a fuck about um, the gay club in Florida. I knew that. I knew they didn't give a damn about that. It was sad. It was awful. But once they didn't give a fuck about the kids, mm-hmm. the kids. Yeah. It's like, what do you do? Like it makes me emotional because it's like it's fucking crazy it really is fucking crazy and people should not have access to weapons like this they just shouldn't right and the fact is is like it keeps coming up like that's the main thing is that it keeps coming up and it's like but of course the white nationalists do not want to fucking get rid of their guns no they don't want to do gun reform not even not and, and the thing is is that it don't even have to be all of that like it don't have to be that big of a of a deal it's just like 
All we're saying is that nobody should motherfucking have an AK-47. Bitch, no right. normal person needs an AK-47. You don't need an AK-47 right. to protect yourself uh, or protect right. your home. You don't need that. Right. You don't need all of that. And you that's, shouldn't be able to walk. Cool. Right. You shouldn't be able to be walking around the streets with no motherfucking AK-47. Or, what? what animals are you killing that you need a fucking AK-47? And even st- right. Like, ain't nobody killing no animals with that. You know, if you got something like that, you know what you're doing. Like, come on now. That's the thing. People just want to shoot guns just to shoot them. And it just doesn't make sense. I get you have the hobby, but -hmm. you don't have a point for them. And therefore, because people are using these bitches, and we Mm -hmm. can't tell who wants to just shoot in their woods and who wants to shoot up the school down the street, Mm -hmm. don't nobody need the guns. How about that? Like, come on now. You're giving giving guns to low vibrational people who have uh, who knows what going on in their head. And then the main thing that y'all keep saying is mental illness. Like, mental it's illness. not mental illness. These people be knowing exactly what they're doing. Oh, absolutely. They know all of this stuff be pre, a lot of this stuff be premeditated. They be mm-hmm. feeling all these emo- emotions because of who knows what's going on in their personal lives. They don't feel comfortable within their skin. They feel threatened. They feel whatever. It's like so many different things. And then y'all want to try to make it seem like it's just. You know, oh, so and so had a men- mental illness, or like this or that. No, it's the it's the same narrative when it comes to white men. You know what I'm saying? But then when it's exactly. anybody else, you know, doing anything else, then that's it never comes into play. So it's like, well, and they just need somebody to sacrifice. They don't give a fuck. They want somebody to invoke this fear on people you know and they and 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 to me i don't think it's mental illness i think it's oh i'll be the one who did Mm -hmm. x y and z Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like i don't even think it's just i'm tired of these minorities Mm -hmm. let's invoke fear you know Mm -hmm. and if i have to die that's just what it is i'm a part of the cause and then a lot of times they do it for fame like a lot yeah. of these people be doing like be doing mass shootings and murders and stuff like that for fame. I don't watch so many documentaries uh uh-huh, mm-hmm. where people will just like go and do murders just to be like, oh, this is gonna be a huge story. I'm gonna be known forever. Like all of this kind of mm-hmm. stuff for mm-hmm. attention. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I watched this um documentary on HBO. And it was about this girl who was in this relationship with this guy. And the guy, ended. he had a mental illness, right? Like, I don't remember if he was, like, bipolar or something. Like, but it was something that was wrong with him. And they ended up meeting or whatever. And they were, like, in a relationship over the phone. Now, Mm-hmm. Was it a real relationship? I really don't know because it kind of seemed like the girl thought that they was in a relationship, but the boy was just kind of like going with going along. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, so she was like egging him on to like kill himself and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And mm-hmm. then he in actually in, ended up killing, like actually committing suicide or whatever. And, like, at one point, like, he was, like, he had bought this thing or whatever. Um, it was, like, a motor or something that he had in his truck. And so that the carbon uh, dioxide or whatever would, like, just go into the car. And he had got out of the truck at one point, And then he was on the phone with the girl. He called the girl or whatever. And the girl told him to get back in the truck. And he got back in the truck. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's just, like, 
and she was ended up te- texting all her friends, you know, saying, I think, um, whatever the guy's name, I think he killed himself. I can't, he, I haven't been able to hear from him. He was talking crazy. He was saying that he wanted to kill himself and all of this. And come to find out, the girl was trying, like, she was uh, trying to be friends with all of these people um, in the school, but nobody was mm-hmm. wanting to be friends with her. They weren't wanting to spend time with her. And so, Ooh. honestly, she was really just doing it for attention. Um, and the courts ended up actually finding that out and that's why she ended up getting convicted or whatever but at first they didn't even sentence her like they just let her go and it was like two years or something like that or a year and a half or something like that before she actually got sentenced and was forced to go to jail or whatever Mm. but it's just like a lot of these people it's not the fact that they be having no mental illness or nothing like that it's just they want the attention you know they want to be known they want to feel like they're a part of something they want to be seen you know they feel insignificant so they want to show some type of significance it's really a power thing you know people aren't able to have any power in their own lives or any control over what's going on in their own lives and so they want to try to inadequate yes They want to try to impact somebody else's lives, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's fucked up. But it's like, stop using that mental illness narrative, because if you're not going to use it universally with everybody and really investigate everybody's mental capacity, then don't just use it for these. Which needs to be free health care at the end of the day. I'm saying, I'm saying. A lot of people can't even afford the mental health services that, you know, they don't know what they can get and what they can get, they can't afford. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. But it's like you guys keep or the media just keep spinning this narrative that, oh, Johnny, he just was a troubled person and he had mental illness. And this is that's where this stemmed from. No, no. We all know what it is. He hated minorities. Right. He hated black people, people of color. And he was tired. I mean, he was pushing the white supremacy agenda. Right. Right. it's it is so much to it and it's like y'all the people just want to ignore the reality of the situation it's like it's not us that's out here doing these mass shootings like that now you know it there may have been a select few because duh it's going to be a select few of different coming from different ethnicities or whatever but the good majority of these people who are out here doing these mass shootings and these mass murders and serial killers and all of this stuff i mean they're all coming from the same group you know and instead of investigating that and digging a little deeper they're wanting to paint this narrative that oh no it's just this individual was just flawed mentally, you know, or had their own issues and blah, 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 blah. Like, that's not the case with everybody. Everybody has something going on. You know what I mean? But that's no excuse for them to be out here ending people's lives. And then Mm -hmm. not to mention the fact that, you know, they get to walk away with their lives. Whereas if it was somebody, a, a person of color, especially if it was somebody black, they wouldn't have walked out of that store not alive mm, right. would not have walked out of that store alive you know hell we can't even get go home alive from selling cigarettes mm-hmm. or driving whatever hell mm-hmm. he's out here playing with fake guns and getting shot up right right it's just sad like it it, it really is sad and yet I it, had, um, read this this was a tweet 
from someone that goes by black identity extremists mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it was such a valid point and she said i knew the el paso shooter was a white man when they started talking about how the brain isn't fully formed at 21 because they treat black children like adults at 9 10 11 and 12 mm. and that that it's it's a fact and it's so disturbing and so disheartening is because there are clearly double standards being played out right before our very eyes mm-hmm. and then when you try to even hold a critical conversation about it some people look at you like oh you tripping oh that's not what it is it's like how are people really this blind to the double standards and justice that are being played out in America. It's like, you can't tell me that you don't see this. And then for the people who feel like, oh, they know how the outcome is going to be, especially when, if it is a person of color involved in something. So, you know, not even on the same level as a massacre and we still get treated badly, poorly. We still don't get justice. We still don't get our voices heard. We are, we are, we don't get what we need in this society, and it's a constant thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, starting from our children to you know adults, like it's like we are really treated like I can't even say second class citizens because we're just so you know disrespected and disregarded, and right. it's so fucked up that people when we and especially when we try to raise our voices or lift up and center what our experiences are to better advocate for you know more resources or justice it's like oh we're being too much oh we're doing this and that's just the most and you're being extreme but what do they expect us to do to just sit back and allow ourselves to be killed off right mm-hmm. based on their standards like that shit is not gonna happen like we are we will continue to fucking fight but it just it just upsets me to see how i mean this man this man killed, I don't know how many people, and literally, and it's the same thing over and over again. Well, let's evaluate his mental capacity. Mm-hmm. No, bitch. How about just accept him for the fucking troubled savage that he is? Right. And just own that he's a, that that person is a part of y'all population. Right. But y'all need to do some introspection and figure out what it is about white men that causes them to want to shoot and kill people with you know very dangerous guns like these aren't little handguns right Right. or little like you know little pop pop you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. like that this is fucking stuff that the army is using for war right Right. these are basically damn near weapons of mass destruction when you think about the plane the playing field like Mm -hmm. how did what was i read where he like killed like so many people in like 30 seconds mm-hmm. like what in the hell what type of gun did he have right you know what i mean well, when like you, to, to do that that goes into a deeper conversation of just um the government's role in all this shit mm-hmm. because i've been watching um rich and i watch snowfall and it kind of gives the entertaining story of how crack ended up in uh, California mm-hmm. in LA I want to say and so a lot of times they get all this not a lot of times they were getting their drugs and their guns from um, police mm-hmm. like DEA type stuff um, things that they had got from military and stuff like that um, that were sold to them and serial numbers scraped off and shit like that and so it's like 
they're putting this shit in the communities mm-hmm. where they're mm-hmm. they're allowing people even because I want to say on the news too they said that the guns were bought legally so you can it, it is it's not even some underground shit mm-hmm. it's you can legally purchase these types of guns yeah without no mm-hmm. kind of but, testing but you know they're no coming kinda... from who else is making the shit oh yeah but military bases you know what i'm saying so it's like they're the ones with the need for them mm-hmm. no mm-hmm. like no normal citizen needs that much firepower mm-hmm. they don't no. like because for no. what what are you fighting against like if, that, if that's the case then bitch enlist in the military and go fight somewhere right. like you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying but you don't need but that don't on these streets they life away through the military. Well, of course not. But you want, <laughs> but you want a motherfucking go and shoot some guns. You wanna, right, right. Like right. you know what I'm saying, ain't nobody, ain't nobody. Tr- don't nobody want what you got that bad to where you should be able to have an automatic weapon in your house mm-hmm. just to have it. What are you doing with that? That's real. What That's are real. you doing? Like real talk. Like you ain't got nothing in your house that can't nobody get for themselves. Like you know what I'm saying? If they work hard mm-hmm. enough or if they go out and 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 you know, desire it enough to get it. Like don't nobody need what you got. And everybody that, has bad. a problem with it and until it's I mean, you know, everybody thinks, Oh, but we should still give people their rights until it's their family. Right. Of course. Riot, of course. You know, which is sad. Of course. But like y'all said, like I could see if it was like a handgun. Okay, yes, you should. You could have a handgun in your home to protect yourself from mm-hmm. from intruders or things like that. Of course, I could see that. But y'all not y'all don't have handguns, hoes. Y'all out here with right. whole motherfucking automatic weapons. Automatic weapons. Like uh uh-uh, uh, got flamethrowers and shit out here talking about y'all. Just I just want to protect my home. Like no, you don't. Like you no, out here, you, you got alter alter your home. Who are you protecting from? Who rolling up on your house that you need to shoot them? Right, and what you doing to why you need that that uh, protection? Like, what are you doing? Exactly. Y'all trying to say that it's oh well, we got to protect ourselves from the government and from people who are gonna no, you don't know. That's some bullshit, and you know right. it's some bullshit. Like, no, too much. No, and then also it's these like the parents have a huge responsibility in this because it's like, what are you teaching your kids and like what are you doing and speaking over your kids to where they're growing up and becoming this? You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like, mm-hmm. what is it? Like, and have have you not noticed uh, anything within your child to where, like, it just goes back to, like, the conversation of, like, you know those kids who mm-hmm. just be in the basement and their parents don't know what the fuck is going on in the basement. And the next thing <laughs> right. you know, little Tommy that blew up half of the fucking block or whatever right. because they built the bomb in the basement and shit. Whole time they were sending all of the ingredients for the bomb, all different kind of books and shit, all to the, uh, to in the mail through Amazon and shit. You know what I'm saying? It just goes mm-hmm. to, like, what are you as a parent doing to where you're not monitoring your child to see what their psychological uh, 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 capacity is? To see what is going on with them at school and what's impacting them uh, and how they're maneuvering in society different things like that are you not talking to your children mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying are you not having the right conversations with them do you care enough to have those conversations you right. know this is the type of thing conversation that y'all need to start having too and then what mm-hmm. are you showing them you know do are y'all the type that have guns just laying around the house and stuff you know, are y'all teaching them how to use the guns and what to use them for? And what are you teaching them to use them for? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's just a whole conversation that needs to be had and it needs to be exposed. Real talk. Like, because I don't know, like, my 
my parents well i'm gonna say my dad because it was definitely not my mama but my daddy <laughs> was like you know if you need to get a gun you need to go and get your license and you need to go and and get you a gun he didn't tell me to go get no motherfucking flamethrower no goddamn ak-47 no go out here and get no motherfucking hand hand cannon and shit he told me to go out and just get a gun like you know for protection like you know what i'm saying that's that's totally different than teaching you how to go out and hunt and do the xyz and who knows what and don't know the child's mental capacity you don't be knowing you need to figure it out you need to do the the work you need to do the work and stop being lazy and make sure that these people are adequate enough to go out into the world and be okay with these weapons you know what i'm saying yeah i don't know if it needs Mm -hmm. to be testing if there needs to be a cap on what type of guns that people have access to and how many they can have i don't really care honestly but something needs to be done something needs to be done um i think a screening too i think um i don't know what that would consist of for Mm -hmm. their mental health i mean people lie because you can say have you ever wanted to kill yourself or somebody and they can just say no Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying but um but yeah, I think taking the automatic weapons is the easiest yeah. way. You know what I mean? Like, what do you need that for? It's not going to be no zombie apocalypse. Like, girl, you don't need no motherfucking... Like, what do you need it for? Like, you do not need that. And how you know what? Um, I just think white people have been able to use guns for so long to control... Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? People. Yeah. And I just think they just uh, weapons never in want general. to. Yeah, weapons in general. Mm-hmm. Um, to control people. Because they know they got no power without them. Right, they don't. They don't. They don't. Because I guarantee you, if they didn't have those weapons when we were enslaved, then we would have been able to take over. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. If they never um, had weapons like that in the first place, there would never have been half of the shit that's going on. The only right. reason genocide oh, was able to take place or has been able to take place is because of the weapons. Like, you know, and it's unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the only real thing that those weapons are ever created for is genocide. And let's right. really be real. Let's really talk about it. Like, mm-hmm. it's extermination of other people. It's not protection because what you protect them. You trying yeah. to say you protecting liberty? You're trying to protect this land. We have to defend this land from what? Mm, facts. What did y'all do in order to have to defend this land so much? Like, really think about it. Let's really open the conversation. Like, mm-hmm. let's not forget how this land ended up becoming this land. Come on now, right. like, exactly. Let's that's, really that's be real. Like, come on the now. The bottom line is that it all points back to them, and so that's not. That's why they're not trying to have a conversation. That's why they're not trying to enforce, you know, uh, gun gun laws for rest- uh, rest- uh, for access and restriction, because they already ha- and you know telling how many of white families have like just you know so many guns, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. the change in those policies would mean some of those guns that they have, they will have to do something about it mm-hmm. because right. like you can't have that anymore. And if you want a gun, you better get you a little, you know, a little pistol mm-hmm. or whatever the case may be. And no, nothing that's going to be able to kill people like a hundred or more people in like a minute or 30 right. seconds. Come on. Like, why do you need that? Right. I don't know what the hell they think they preparing for. Right. Um, in their minds, they might be preparing for something 
that they feel like they need to prepare for. But the bottom line is that the people who are committing these mass shootings have overwhelmingly been white men. Mm-hmm. And whatever it is about them and what they go through and makes them act in that way, and you know, it has nothing to do with people of color. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, right, our existence right. may be why, but at the same time, that's not an excuse. That person mm-hmm. has their own, you know, nonsensical reasoning behind why they're doing that. Like, and killing just innocent people and it's like nobody is trying to again nobody's trying to have the conversation mm-hmm. because that would point to them as a people that will point mm-hmm. to them as a group when you talk about um data statistics about population and who's doing what that would be the first time a long time that they will have to really sit and just sit and really process what that means mm-hmm. like right. y'all are Y'all are just a bunch of shit. I mean, yeah. seriously, like, but then um, you want to paint the narrative that it's everybody else, right? Mm-hmm. To re- trying to remove that cognitive dissonance, right? And try not trying to take responsibility. Mm-hmm. When Sandy Hook happened, when all those kids got killed, mm-hmm. you would yes. at the point where those little babies that lost their lives, you would think that would be enough for them to have a real critical conversation on what it means to restrict some of these gun laws and all this other type of stuff. But that that wasn't even enough, unfortunately. Right. And that no. happened a long time ago. That happened a while ago to the point where if people were doing work to get something legislated, they could have. Mm-hmm. That wasn't even enough that those children lost their lives. Those were babies that lost their lives. And these, I think the majority of them were white, too. Yeah. So that goes to show you how much they're willing to not have the conversation, how much they're willing not to, to, to sacrifice their own for the, their greater good. Mm-hmm. And their greater good is a bunch of shit. Like, it's just ridiculous. It's greater it's like good the greater of having good of, control. Right. And the greater good of what? You think, mm-hmm. because so you can continue to be the, the majority? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, get over it. Like, at the end of the day, like, ain't nobody on that but you. Right, Y'all made up right. this in, 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 this war that does not exist. Everybody was trying to live harmoniously. It's always mm-hmm. been that way. Everybody is always trying to live harmoniously. Living harmonious with nature. Living harmonious with each other. But then y'all come mm-hmm. in and y'all want to fuck shit up. For fucking what? For what? Ain't nobody after you. Don't nobody want you. Don't nobody want your lifestyle. Don't nobody want you. You know what I'm saying? Don't nobody want your pearls, girl. Don't nobody need them. We don't need them. Like, you know what I'm saying? And that's the facts. But it's like people be so scared and they like, oh my God, I have to fear for my life because you never know what these people are going to do. No, don't nobody want anything from you because we can go out and we get we can get it from ourselves do you not think we know how dope we are like you know what i'm saying like Mm -hmm. we are just out here trying to live literally trying to live and y'all are mowing us down with these motherfucking weapons that y'all should not even have access to yeah Mm, mm, mm. Mm, mm, real mm. talk now let's have the conversation like if, if you can give me a legitimate reason to why you need a motherfucking AK-47 as a regular citizen, then I, I want okay. to hear it. I want to hear the reasoning. Because it better be good. It needs to be excellent. It needs to be exquisite. I need facts. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, because if you ain't fucking... If, like, 
a lot because like a lot of people like i said a lot of people try to say oh well we keep these types of weapons in case the government wants to you know do x y and z um and and, and whatnot okay but you ain't using them on the right. government you ain't using okay. them on those folks y'all mm-hmm. out here using them on one each other and us yes. like and we ain't doing that and doing shit to y'all like you know what I'm saying right. ain't nobody coming mm-hmm. up in y'all's gated communities out here shooting everybody up ain't no that is not happening it's y'all mm-hmm. that's shooting each other up let's be real about it let's be real and have the conversation but everybody want to be so scared to have the conversation but want to be bold behind the gun or behind the computer screen or behind the phone screen or whatever the fuck like it's a whole like it's just frustrating Mm, mm, mm. frustrating and sad and And it it needs to be reformed point blank period so that's something we definitely like um with this election coming up i'm definitely listening more to what people are saying about this oh yes absolutely because i mean we need some type of solution at the end of the day right because nobody's had any good ones Mm-hmm. you know what i mean but it's like uh, you see all these other countries that are giving all these blueprints on how you can do it you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying how you can have gun reform without and then it's still and it be peaceful you know but mm-hmm. of course living in america they where the gun is god gun right. is god like it's crazy everybody is I just it's just sad at all the people that had to lose their lives. Yeah, just for nothing. They were just literally casually going to Walmart. You know what I mean? Like a lot of them getting school supplies, you know, and just and it's just I don't know. You want to say you know everything happens for a reason, but there was no reason for that. No, it wasn't fair. No, it wasn't fair at all. I just can't get over it, y'all. The mm-hmm. people who out here doing these motherfucking bombings, doing all these mass shootings, being serial killers as fuck. I, it's the same group. Of, it's the same people, y'all. Same people. It's the same, same people. people. But then they always want to paint this narrative that it's uh, everybody with darker skin are, are the bad people. Like, come right. on. Mm-hmm. Let's really be real about this. Mm-hmm. Like we gotta wisen up, and we have to do something about it. Like we really do have to do something about it, and that's where money comes into play because we need to have money so we can have the right type of politicians to be able to do right. Really come up with some policies and some laws and some reform. Mm-hmm. Like that's the one thing. So we really that's where group economics comes back into play. So let's just revisit that conversation for a second. <laughs> you know what I mean? But then mm-hmm. also, it's just like we really have to sit down and have the conversation, us as a f- whole society. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because we know what it is within our community. And honestly speaking, you know what it is in your community too. Right. However, you don't want to be real about the situation, but it's time that we all be real about it and we expose mm-hmm. it for what it actually is, put the conversation on the table, and really come up with some solutions to this issue. Mm-hmm. Point blank period. Yes. Yes. I don't know. Apparently I had a lot to say about this because it just makes no, me feel... No, and it was spot on because it's just it's just frustrating because you just don't know. To me, you don't know what to do. We know what needs to be done, but it's the thought of just people actually doing it. Yes. yes. Right. It's a lot of people in the damn way. 
actually. Mm-hmm. And, and it's based off money. It's based off their own moral values. It's they power. Just, it's just really power. It's all about power. Guns make people feel invincible. If mm-hmm. I got a gun, I'm 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 the god. I can do whatever I want to do because I got this gun, and can't nobody make me do shit. But ain't nobody trying to make you do shit other than see Mm -hmm. the world for what it is, which is just a unified, harmonious place to be and exist. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's plenty Mm -hmm. of resources for us to to live together. You know? It's plenty Mm -hmm. out here, but, like, everybody wants the power. They want to be the most powerful. They want to be the most important. They want to be number one. And it's like, it's not a number one because we're all number one together. Right. Like, come on. Now I got a headache. (laughs) It just needs to get better, truth be told. It does. It definitely does. I mean, that's the only thing that I can say. It's just, it has to get better. It is. We need to start talking to our politicians. We need to start uh, coming mm-hmm. up with the with money so that we can, you know, pay our politicians to come up with some actual um, reform, and then mm-hmm. go with go from there. Like because these businesses, these corporations have been—they're the ones that's really funding this shit. Absolutely. Like they're the ones that's running shit because these corporations are—they have all this money. They can pay these politicians to do whatever they want them to do. So mm-hmm. we got to stand together. We got to come up with with uh, different the money and, and, and come up with our own politicians so that we can get these 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 things changed. We can see actual change. It's important. It's needed. It's yes. yes, it is. Absolutely. It is. It really, really is. So I'm hoping I mean, something has to Yeah. Yeah, it does. But do anybody have any final thoughts about anything or about this conversation? I just feel like, you know, I mean, it happens. It's just like, it's almost like a part of American. It's like American culture. Oh, these mass shootings are happening. But in my mind, I'm like, when is America going to realize who the perpetrators are and like actually hold them accountable. And then I think to myself, the way in which white supremacy operates in a nation state mm-hmm. is probably going to be a very long time to no time at all to where it's going to look at these as these incidents, these mass shootings as domestic terrorism. Mm-hmm. The interest of white supremacy to be in control and be in, in power. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, in order for things to be challenged and critically held accountable, the system that we know it needs to be dismantled, seriously, and new standards of whatever needs to be implemented so that it's not gonna promote the interests or the fuck-ups, if you will, of of white men. Mm -hmm. And so it's it's, it's really one of those things that a, a paradigm shift and a societal shift is absolutely necessary, but again, I don't know how long that's going to be before that happens. And I know in the meantime, a lot of people, people of color, black in particular, are, you know, protecting themselves mm-hmm. based on that. And they're doing it for their family Absolutely. and doing it just in case, because 
as as we see, it continues to be an issue. It's like every so often, it goes another mass shooting, another mm-hmm. mass shooting, another mass shooting, and people are trying to, you know, blame it on everything else. Oh, it's mental illness. Oh, it's mental illness when it comes to y'all. But if you know people of color and black people in particular are doing anything, not even on that level, mm-hmm. like why do we? Not to say that I'm trying to justify us being mass murders by no means, mm-hmm. but when it's like shit that's unrelated, we don't even get a mental health evaluation. Oh no, Mm-mm. we have to be dogs and goddamn criminals mm-hmm. of the century, like just the monsters, and that you know that we quote unquote are. Like, what type of shit is that? Right. Like y'all are walking yeah. around the, being the true monsters, absolutely, and being the true deviants. <laughs> absolutely, like it's it's frustrating, and, that, and that's my yes. part of thought. It's, it's frustrating. I'm sick of it. Yeah, and we just gotta start calling the shit out. I mean, I know people are tired of hearing it, but this shit's not mental illness. This right. is racism. So yes, and we need to keep pushing that and making these white folks uncomfortable. Yeah, um, so that they can really be mindful of who they're. That's a part of the vote too. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna be mad. Just I know Oklahoma's gonna be red again. I just I want Oklahoma. Uh... I don't see Oklahoma uh, ever flipping. Y'all need to talk to y'all's grandparents, I damn it. I never this see Oklahoma flipping, ever. Never, ever. yeah. Mm-mm. It has to be a zombie apocalypse. And even then, they asses <laughs> will vote red. Shit. Still, huh? Mm-hmm. <sighs> well, I don't know that was a, a very rough conversation. It really yeah. was. But I mean, it needed to be had. It's something it that needs needed. to be stated. We needed to talk about this. Yes, it needs to be stated. Absolutely. And of course, if you guys have any input on the conversation, definitely um, reach out to us um, so that we can either add your voice message on the next week's episode or um, v- visit our page, our Facebook page, or our Facebook group, hey y'all, and just chime in on the conversation because uh, if we get this out and you know really put this conversation on the table, then we can execute change and come up with some solutions mm-hmm. to this this issue. So definitely um, send us your input, or you can definitely um, send our uh, send a email to our website or our email wokenbrokepodcast at gmail we definitely want to hear from you um, and just hear your input for this topic. So and just be reach safe out. out there, y'all. Just keep your eyes out there. For sure. For be sure. observing of your surroundings. Watch you know? and pray. Watch and pray. Watch and pray. And fight if you have to. Ain't that me? it? Ain't that it? <laughs> yes. Watch, pray, and run. Okay, first, don't just try to risk your life. Okay, if you can get to safety, don't be no superhero out there if you ain't got to. Okay, right. and if you see that you can take a motherfucker down without, mm. you know, what I'm saying, killing yourself, go on and do that. Yes. Other than that, just get the fuck out of dodge. If you hear pop, 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 or just, go, just go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. that, just go. Just mm-hmm. don't even be trying to look and be nosy. Mm-mm. Just leave. Okay. Right. Big facts. Facts on facts on facts. Jesus. Mm-mm. The fact that we still have to talk about this. I know. I know. Uh, I hope that when Yara gets bigger, the conversation has changed. I know. These Girl, kids I be really smarter. Do. Hopefully these yeah. kids grow up and they like, uh-uh, y'all. 
Well, and you know, that's what they're afraid of. That's why they're so upset about this whole folks coming over, you know, Mm -hmm. because, you know, black and brown people are becoming the majority. Yeah. And if we can become citizens, we affect the vote. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And so that's what they don't want people banding together because, you know, they're already doing it. At least Mm -hmm. Hispanics are on the economic front as far as starting businesses and pulling each other up, you know? Mm -hmm. And they don't want to see that shit. Mm -mm. No. At all. Sure don't. Even though I I had took a lift. Um, the other day was drinking at Applebee's, y'all. <laughs> you know they waste your money, child. I could walk a straight line. Like this is some bullshit. I spent money. I should be barely being able to walk right now. Right, right. Yes. And I can say full sentences. Like this is ridiculous. <laughs> but anyways, my Lyft driver was telling me how they used to bus Mexicans in. To do work, and I had no idea. Oh yeah, especially like on I these farms and that. shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they yeah. would bust them in from Mexico, mm-hmm. give them cheap ass labor, and take them back. And then they got upset because people started to venture out and create their own business, mm-hmm. saying, "Oh, you know, I work for myself now. Yeah. If you want my, you know, my services, you're gonna have to pay X, Y, and Z." Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. And that's when they started getting pissed. Yep. Now they like, oh, this is out of control. Now let's kill up and yeah. ship them, lock them up and ship them away. And ugh, 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 I can't. It's just a whole, it's which this is really what, I mean, because if you, you know, they the shooting in El Paso mm-hmm. was, you know, based off of their race. You know that was. That's what he said. He's been spewing hate for mm-hmm. years. You know, they said at least since he was in high school and he graduated six years ago. Ugh. Yeah. Sad to me. That's really sad to me. It's it's pathetic, honestly. It's pathetic. Yeah. Because, like, what else? Well, and I know we have our own, like, black agenda that we need to push, you Mm -hmm. know? We really all need to bend together for this shit. Oh, for sure. For sure. We really do. For sure. We really, really, really do. This really isn't just a, I mean, just a one race thing. Like, Mm -hmm. we can't just say, talk about Hispanics. You know, right? This is a black people problem. This is a white people problem. Yes, too. it's a human issue. It's a human issue. It's a United States issue yes. for sure. It's a human race issue that mm-hmm. needs to be addressed. So, y'all just stay safe out there, y'all. Just absolutely keep praying, keep reading up, and educating other people. Spreading the word. Spread, you know, your ideas and thoughts on this. Yes. And hopefully we can just start changing the conversation and get people thinking about what change we really need. Absolutely. Well, that is going to wrap up our event segment this week. Again, if you have any input, send your uh, input to welcomebrokepodcast at gmail.com. Hit us up on Hey Y'all, our Facebook group. Or on our Facebook page, or you can send us a voice message um, via our um, link that will be provided in our show notes. Um, And in the meantime, we are going to move over to our final segment of the show, which is a word from our ancestors. Michael, what you got this week? So this is a quote coming from, I think, I hope I'm pronouncing this right, Deshan Stokes. Mm -hmm. And... It says, 
<clears throat> when nearly 3,000 people died on 9-11, it was enough to create massive change in our society. Over 10 times as many people die from guns each year. Where is the social change? Mm. I mean, mm-hmm. that, that is so just spot on with mm-hmm. what we're talking about because it's, it's just, it's been out of hand. It's sickening at this point. And it's just really just, you know, we, I know we're still having the conversation, but it's like, what type of actions can we implement to mm-hmm. actually make sure that the type of guns that are doing all of this damage are being taken from these people's homes and out of their possession. Right. Like what like nobody should be able if you're not in the military, if you're not with the, you know, some special optics or whatever the case may be, some type of kill bill volume seven shit, I don't know. <laughs> like some espionage shit, Ambu Black Ops type shit. Mm-hmm. If that's not what your profession is, you do not need that type of gun. You right. just don't. Like right. why do you need it? You know what I mean? Like why do you need it? And I think as a society we have to come together and say that this is what we want. Mm-hmm. And what we want is a ban on the, these type of automatic guns and rifles and weapons of mass destruction, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Because it's doing two, it's, it's killing, it's destroying families. Yes. 22 people died in the El Paso shooting. Nine people died in the um, Dayton, Ohio shooting. Like, come on. It, these people are dying in a matter of seconds. Yes. Like, it's destructive as fuck. And mm-hmm. we really need to get over ourselves and really mm-hmm. start having some difficult conversations and really admitting some probably really dark truths about the reason why people are wanting to have these type of guns. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, get really real with it, dig deep, and see what type of, you know, effective solutions we can come up with, because this shit is beyond out of hand and it's sad and pitiful. Right. Absolutely. You know? Couldn't have said it better myself. Same. Well, that is going to wrap up this <laughs> week's episode. Please, again, send your input on this on this week's episode to WelcomeBrokePodcast at gmail.com. Hit us up on all of our platforms. You know how to reach us. And we will talk to you guys next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Thank you all for listening to Woke and Broke Podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to the show. Definitely share with your circles and spread the word. Get into it.